Um, one of the really big use cases that I'm seeing now um, is around moments of consumption. So not only knowing that your photo, or excuse me, your product was in a photo, but understanding where it was. Um, so that's the difference between, you know, someone drinking a beer on the beach or they're drinking it on a ski resort. And for brands and marketing agencies, that really helps them inform their content strategy because if they're identifying that, you know, ski resorts are a fast and growing um, scene in which their products are being consumed, they're going to try and match on to that and, and provide, you know, some level of campaign analysis or, you know, help you develop content to further, you know, reach and amplify the, the, the presence you have within that moment, I guess, of consumption, that scene, so to speak. Welcome to the Social Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Sampofo. Today, we're here with Tom McGrath from Crimson Hexagon. In this interview, Tom takes you through the latest developments in social intelligence and the new frontier of image analysis. You should listen to the show if you want to understand what image analysis is, its future in social intelligence, and also its potential to impact business decisions. But first of all, welcome to the podcast. In this new series, we bring you the best teachers and thought leaders to bring you the latest technology developments, best practices, and latest thinking on social media intelligence and the ways it can impact your business. Okay, enjoy the show with Tom McGraw. So Tom, thanks so much for being a part of the show. I'm really excited to hear you speak about not only social intelligence, but to telling us more about the importance of images. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Lawrence. Appreciate it. Excited to be a part of it. So I'm wondering, Tom, before we get on to all of that, um, if you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and in particular how you came to find yourself working in social intelligence. Sure. Um, so I'm a senior product manager at uh, Crimson Hexagon. We're an enterprise social media analytics company. Um, I came to Crimson by way of my own startup um, that I uh, began in, in college where we had built facial and image recognition software actually to help college students clean up their social media before going for job interviews. So it might have been a, a picture with a beer can or taking a shot. We would find those photos and, and, and erase them from the Internet. Um, I quickly realized um, from interacting with uh, many uh, individuals in market research that there was a, a need to be able to recognize things like brands and products and photos on, on social and Instagram um, as a means for, for data mining um, for a variety of use cases, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit further in the podcast. Wow, that's, that's amazing. So, um, so tell us more about, about this startup. So what kind of projects is it that, I mean, I know you kind of then found your way into like image recognition, but what kinds of projects were you, learned, were you working on that led you to Crimson? Um, so I was working on an API that did logo detection. Um, so a lot of companies interested in using um, logo detection that didn't have it. Um, and so they needed access to an API in which they could process that data and then feed it into their interfaces. Um, a lot of the use cases were in identifying user-generated content. So, you know, say you're Starbucks and you want to find a bunch of pictures of people drinking uh, coffee. We were doing things like that. Um, sponsorship ROI. How many times did your brand show up at the NCAA Final Four and then trying to put a, a, an ROI around that where some of the use cases, lead generation, you know, say your BMW trying to identify a bunch of people who are driving Mercedes um, so you can target them with, with social ads. So that was the API that, that I had built and uh, Crimson at one point was, was piloting it. 
um, and then eventually decided to, to, to come to Crimson Hexagon full time and continue building, building that technology with them. So let's step back then. Um, let's step back a little bit. And it'd be really good to talk about, um, because we've been, you know, social, social media analysis and social intelligence um, to, to analyze by text, um, by text mining, etc. It's all that this is what the industry really has been built on. But why do you think it's, it's taken so long to get images into the game? Because one would think that images are such have been such an important part of social media for years so why has it taken so long for the industry to catch up with that sure i mean there's really two reasons i mean the ability to analyze images um is a field known as, as computer vision it falls underneath machine learning um and it wasn't until recently we saw uh, a very large boost in, in, in machine learning and, and innovation in that space and primarily that was due to decreasing costs in hardware um, the advent of the, the GPU, the graphical processing unit, which allowed us to do a lot of quick calculations, um, as well as just an incredible amount of data. You know, we had that whole era of, of, of databases and, and storing things, and it wasn't until we had mass amounts of, of labeled data um, that we could use to train the algorithms. And then, as I mentioned, you know, being able to do it efficiently at scale where, you know, it didn't cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. To do so, it's really a combination of, of hardware and just sheer data that we have now access to to train. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, I guess, and I mean, this is, I mean, this is a capability that um, that not just market researchers, but you know, brand teams, um, gosh, businesses all over the world have been clamoring for. Um, but I think just to kind of for for people that don't really know as well. How does a computer or how do social intelligence tools actually read and understand images and then present that back to us meaningfully? Sure. Um, so a lot of people are using what's called a convolutional neural network. Um, it is a biologically inspired model, meaning that it, it replicates the way that the brain learns um, how, to, how to see a photo. And, and really what it starts to do um, is you may hear of um, the, the, the uh, term deep learning. And essentially what that means, deep learning, is that the model has many, many, many layers. Um, most of the models out there have about 50 layers. Um, and at each layer, um, the, the algorithms start to learn something very small. So let's say that we're, we're trying to recognize a face. So at the first layer, it's going to start to learn edges and lines and things like that. And at the second layer, it's going to know to take those edges and lines and turn them into circles. And then the circles go up higher until you get to an eyeball. Um, and so on and so on and so on through the, through the network until it really kind of gets to this higher level of abstraction that is the face or any particular object, whether it's a, a dog or a cat. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to replicate the way that we as humans um, learn to see. You talked a little bit about the way that your initial company um, was being used to scan images, like things like um, sponsorship, etc. But um, again, just for people that might be new to this, like what are some of the use cases for um, large-scale Im image analysis? Yeah, so I mentioned the UCG use case, um, sponsorship ROI use case, there's lead generation, being able to identify people who are using the products, um, customer care use cases, being able to identify um, when someone is posting a picture of your product and complaining about it. Um, one of the really big use cases that I'm seeing now um, is around moments of consumption. So not only knowing that your photo, or excuse me, your product was in a photo, but understanding where it was 
Um, so that's the difference between, you know, someone drinking a beer on the beach or they're drinking it on a ski resort. And for brands and marketing agencies, that really helps them inform their content strategy because if they're identifying that, you know, ski resorts are a fast and growing um, scene in which their products are being consumed, they're going to try and match onto that and, and provide, you know, some level of campaign analysis or, you know, help you develop content to further, you know, reach and amplify the, the, the presence you have within that moment, I guess, of consumption, that scene, so to speak. Tom, what then, what privacy implications exist for something like this? And, um, you know, I, I'm talking about privacy, A, from the side of the social media person who's posting this content, but also, I guess, from a company perspective, because being able to wholesale identify images would, I would imagine, lead to all kinds of potential um, legal risks, etc. You know, I honestly don't think that um, with the exception of using things like facial recognition, that there is much more of a risk than it comes to text analytics. I mean, the same information that's in text is going to be in the photos as well. Someone's talking about a brand. I'm saying I, I love, you know, XYZ brand and they're holding a, uh, a Pepsi in the photo. To me, um, you know, those are both tied back to an individual with a with the social account. So there isn't, I think that it's just people are thinking of this image thing as a little bit scary and I guess, you know, far out and futuristic. But in my mind, the images are no different in terms of the information that they have as, as, as text for, for, for the most case. So Tom, I was wondering if you can share actual, actually any real concrete examples of the way that this has been used effectively, um, because we've been talking at quite an abstract level, but it would be great if you had any, something that could ground us. Sure. I can, I can speak at an unbranded level of a real, um, so um, we worked with a, a very large search engine um, who was interested in identifying conversation around um, one of their uh, mobile applications. And they had a very, very large problem in identifying conversation because when they were searching using uh, particular keywords, um, it would either be far, far too broad. Um, you know, it would be like the, the, the equivalent of searching for coffee and you're trying to learn about, you know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee specifically, or looking at Dunkin' Donuts, the conversation would be too specific. And in this case of the search engine, no one was specifically mentioning the name of this application. Uh, but what they knew was, is they knew that people were sharing lots of screenshots, um, of this particular application. And so we were able to build a classifier that captured any time someone posted a screenshot and 90% of the time when people were posting screenshots of this application, um, no mention of, of the company or the app. Um, and what we were able to identify is that a lot of people were using it actually for, for fitness tracking um, and tracking you know, their biking routines and things like that and sharing it on social. And so for them, that was a, that was a really big insight um, in which they didn't know that the product really was being used, kind of a, an unintended use, but there was a huge amount of people that were using so it helped drive product development for them, which I think is really interesting. A lot of people think about social media analytics as something that can really only affect, you know, marketing or customer care. But at Crimson Hexagon, we're really seeing use cases across the enterprise, whether it's finance or product development. Um, so, you know, there's one really interesting thing um, that we're seeing. So, um, so, Tom, then what would you say then um, is the future of this because, you know, if social intelligence is kind of moving now or not moving, but evolving um, from um, text based analysis 
to image-based analysis and being able to do that robustly. Where do you see the future? Okay, I have a, a long answer to this. I will. Try. So, I mean, if you take take a look at the the early times of man, the the first ways that we communicated um, was visually. You know, think of the Paleolithic cave drawings, the hieroglyphics. Um, and the reason that we saw a move back to text-based communi- communication was really for a, a need and efficiency in, in areas like accounting and commerce. It was a lot easier for me to say, hey, Johnny Appleseed owes me $5 for the apples in, in a text-based form than to actually draw that. Now, because of things like the camera-enabled smartphone and emoji uh, keyboards and GIFs, we're starting to see a return back to what our true nature is, and, and technology has made it efficient again. We are born to communicate visually. Um, that's a, a strong belief that I have. And so we're going to continue, as you mentioned, to see this shift towards visual conversation. I mean, take a look at the largest social networks that have come out in the past few years. It's Snapchat, it's Instagram, um, it's Pinterest. So that being said, if you want to be able to satisfy all the existing use cases that you have for text, we need to be building technology that can understand photos as well as the text analysis can. And I think that we're, that we're there. Um, if you take a look at social media analytics, when it first got started, it was all about text, being able to identify just a single keyword. How many times was my brand mentioned? And then we got into things like topic analysis and natural language processing and really being able to understand the context of the conversation or the sentence. And I think that's where we're going with image. At first, we were able to count how many times did my logo show up? Now I'm able to tell you things like, okay, what other objects are in the photo? What other logos are in the photo? Where is that photo? What is the scene, the actions, all these different things? You know, what is the sentiment? So you know, we're, we're following close behind in terms of the trajectory that um, the text analytics have followed. And then, like you say, if you can start to do that, then this takes social media intelligence where, you know, beyond the marketing and comms department into, like you say, across the enterprise. So one last question I have is um, this move towards um, image-based analysis. Do you think this is also, you mentioned that this is a response to the development of the technology, but do you also think it's a response to, um, I don't know, you, you alluded to it, but changing, changing human behavior? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, like I said, we're, we're born to be communicating visually. We process images faster. We recall information more readily when associated um, with an image, we're just we're built for it, um, and that's why you're seeing the success of sites like Instagram and Snapchat. And because of that success, if brands and and marketing agencies want to understand um, who their customers are and, and what they're doing, um, this technology needed to be developed. So it was kind of a perfect storm um, in that technology brought about the kind of the more visual um, social communication, and that you know the hardware and access to data. Um, and algorithms like the, the convolutional neural networks um, coming about that we kind of have reached this this pinnacle and where we're seeing the shift. Well, Tom, where can people find out more about you and your work and connect with you? Um, they can reach out to me on my uh, LinkedIn. Just search Thomas McGrath. Um, I'm sure if you add Crimson Hexagon, I'll, I'll pop up there. Um, you can also go to crimsonhexagon.com. Um, we have uh, a page all about our image analytics. Um, I also blog a lot for Crimson Hexagon as well, so you can follow the blog, and I share a lot um, related to our to our computer vision technology. So, yeah, those would be the two best places. Fantastic. Well, Tom, look, thanks so much for spending time with us today. I really appreciate it. Yep, no problem, Lawrence. Thanks a lot.